Chapter 11, verses 1 through 27 of Catina Aria, Commentary on the Four Gospels, Collected Out of the Works of the Fathers, Volume 4, Part 2, Gospel of St. John. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Chapter 11 Now a certain man was sick, named Lazarus, of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord's feet with ointment, and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore his sisters sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus, Bede. After our Lord had departed to the other side of Jordan, it happened that Lazarus fell sick. A certain man was sick, named Lazarus of Bethany. In some copies, the copulative conjunction proceeds to mark the connection with the words preceding. Lazarus signifies helped. Of all the dead which our Lord raised, he was most helped, for he had lain dead four days when our Lord raised him to life. Augustine, the resurrection of Lazarus is more spoken of than any of our Lord's miracles, but if we bear in mind who he was who wrought this miracle, we shall feel not so much of wonder as of delight. He who made the man raised the man, and it is a greater thing to create a man than to revive him. Lazarus was sick at Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. The place was near Jerusalem. Alcun. And as there were many women of this name, he distinguishes her by her well-known act. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord's feet with ointment, and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Chrysostom. First we are to observe that this was not the harlot mentioned in Luke, but an honest woman who treated our Lord with marked reverence. Augustine. John here confirms the passage in Luke, where this is said to have taken place in the house of one Simon, a Pharisee. Mary had done this act, therefore, on a former occasion. That she did it again at Bethany is not mentioned in the narrative of Luke, but is in the other three Gospels. Augustine. A cruel sickness had seized Lazarus. A wasting fever was eating away the body of the wretched man day by day. His two sisters sat sorrowful at his bedside, grieving for the sick youth continually. They sent to Jesus. Therefore his sisters sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. Augustine. They did not say, Come and heal. They dared not say, Speak the word there, and it shall be done here, but only, Behold, he whom thou lovest is sick, as if to say, It is enough that thou knowest it. Thou art not one to love, and then to desert whom thou lovest. Chrysostom. They hoped to excite Christ's pity by these words, whom as yet they thought to be a man only. Like the centurion and nobleman, they sent, not went to Christ, partly from their great faith in him, for they knew him intimately, partly because their sorrow kept them at home. 
Theophylact, and because they were women, and it did not become them to leave their home if they could help it. Great devotion and faith is expressed in these words. Behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. Such was their idea of our Lord's power, that they were surprised that one whom he loved could be seized with sickness. Augustine, when Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, for this death itself was not unto death, but to give occasion for a miracle, whereby men might be brought to believe in Christ, and so escape real death. It was for the glory of God, wherein observe that our Lord calls himself God by implication, thus confounding those heretics who say that the Son of God is not God. For the glory of what God? Hear what follows, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby, i.e. by that sickness. Chrysostom, that here signifies not the cause but the event. The sickness sprang from natural causes, but he turned it to the glory of God. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. Augustine, he is sick, they sorrowful, all beloved. Wherefore they had hope, for they were beloved by him, who is the comforter of the sorrowful and the healer of the sick. Chrysostom, wherein the evangelist instructs us not to be sad, if sickness ever falls upon good men and friends of God. Verses 6 through 10. When he had heard, therefore, that he was sick, he abode two days still in the same place where he was. Then after that saith he to his disciples, Let us go into Judea again. His disciples say unto him, Master, the Jews of late sought to stone thee, and goest thou thither again. Jesus answered, are there not twelve hours in the day? If any man walk in the day, he stumbleth not, because he seeth the light of this world. But if a man walk in the night, he stumbleth, because there is no light in him. Alcune. Our Lord heard of the sickness of Lazarus, but suffered four days to pass before he cured it, that the recovery might be a more wonderful one. When he had heard, therefore, that he was sick, he abode two days still in the place where he was. Chrysostom, to give time for his death and burial, that they might say he stinketh, and none doubt that it was death, and not a trance, from which he was raised. Then after that saith he to his disciples, Let us go into Judea again. Augustine, where he had just escaped being stoned, for this was the cause of his leaving. He left indeed as man, he left in weakness, but he returns in power. Chrysostom. He had not as yet told his disciples where he was going, but now he tells them in order to prepare them beforehand, for they are in great alarm when they hear of it. His disciples say unto him, Master, the Jews sought to stone thee, and goest thou thither again. They feared both for him and for themselves, for they were not yet confirmed in faith. Augustine. When men presume to give advice to God, disciples to their master, our Lord rebuked them. Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in the day? He showed himself to be the day by appointing twelve disciples, i.e. reckoning Matthias in the place of Judas, and passing over the latter altogether. The hours are lightened by the day, that by the preaching of the hours the world may believe 
on the day. Follow me then, saith our Lord, if ye wish not to stumble. If any man walk in the day, he stumbleth not, because he seeth the light of this world. But if a man walk in the night, he stumbleth, because there is no light in him. Chrysostom, as if to say, the upright need fear no evil, the wicked only have cause to fear. We have done nothing worthy of death, and therefore are in no danger. Or, if any one seeth this world's light, he is safe, much more he who is with me. Theophylact, some understand the day to be the time preceding the passion, the night to be the passion. In this sense, while it is day would mean before my passion. Ye will not stumble before my passion, because the Jews will not persecute you. But when the night, i.e., my passion cometh, then shall ye be beset with darkness and difficulties. Verses 11 through 16. These things said he, and after that he saith unto them, Our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go that I may awake him out of sleep. Then said his disciples, Lord, if he sleep, he shall do well. Howbeit Jesus spake of his death, but they thought that he had spoken of taking of rest and sleep. Then said Jesus unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and I am glad for your sakes I was not there, to the intent that ye may believe. Nevertheless, let us go unto him. Then said Thomas, which is called Didymus, unto his fellow disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. Chrysostom. After he has comforted his disciples in one way, he comforts them in another, by telling them that they were not going to Jerusalem, but to Bethany. These things saith he, and after that he saith unto them, Our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go that I may awake him out of sleep, as if to say, I am not going to dispute again with the Jews, but to awaken our friend. Our friend, he says to show how strongly they were bound to go. Augustine, it was really true that he was sleeping. To our Lord he was sleeping. To men who could not raise him again he was dead. Our Lord awoke him with as much ease from his grave as thou awakest a sleeper from his bed. He calls him then asleep, with reference to his own power. As the apostle saith, But I would not have you to be ignorant concerning them which are asleep. Asleep, he says, because he is speaking of their resurrection, which was to be. But as it matters to those who sleep and wake again daily, what they see in their sleep, some having pleasant dreams, others painful ones, so it is in death. Everyone sleeps and rises again with his own account. Chrysostom. The disciples, however, wished to prevent him from going to Judea. Then said his disciples, Lord, if he sleep, he shall do well. Sleep is a good sign in sickness, and therefore if he sleep, say they, what need to go and awake him? Augustine. The disciples replied as they understood him. Howbeit Jesus spake of his death. But they thought that he had spoken of taking rest and sleep. Chrysostom. But if anyone say that the disciples could not have known that our Lord meant Lazarus's death, when he said, That I may awake him, because it would have been absurd to have gone such a distance merely to awake Lazarus out of sleep, we answer that our Lord's words were a kind of enigma to the disciples, here as elsewhere often. 
Augustine. He then declares his meaning openly. Then said Jesus unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead. Chrysostom. But he does not add here, I go that I may awake him. He did not wish to anticipate the miracle by talking of it. A hint to us to shun vainglory and abstain from empty promises. Augustine. He had been sent for to restore Lazarus from sickness, not from death. But how could the death be hid from him into whose hands the soul of the dead had flown? And I am glad for your sakes that I was not there, that ye might believe, i.e., seeing my marvelous power of knowing a thing I have neither seen nor heard. The disciples already believed in him in consequence of his miracles, so that their faith had not now to begin, but only to increase. That ye might believe means believe more deeply, more firmly. Theophylact. Some have understood this place thus. I rejoice, he says, for your sakes. For if I had been there, I should have only cured a sick man, which is but an inferior sign of power. But since in my absence he has died, ye will now see that I can raise even the dead, putrefying body, and your faith will be strengthened. Chrysostom. The disciples all dreaded the Jews, and especially Thomas. Then said Thomas, which is called Didymus, unto his fellow disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. But he who was now the most weak and unbelieving of all the disciples, afterwards became stronger than any. And he who dared not to go to Bethany, afterwards went over the whole earth, in the midst of those who wished his death, with a spirit indomitable. Bede, the disciples, checked by our Lord's answer to them, dared no longer oppose. And Thomas, more forward than the rest, says, Let us also go, that we may die with him. What an appearance of firmness. He speaks as if he could really do what he said, unmindful like Peter of his frailty. Verses 17 through 27. Then when Jesus came, he found that he had lain in the grave four days already. Now Bethany was nigh unto Jerusalem, about fifteen furlongs off. And many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it thee. Jesus saith unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Martha saith unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? She saith unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. Alcune. Our Lord delayed his coming for four days, that the resurrection of Lazarus might be the more glorious. Then when Jesus came, he found that he had lain in the grave four days already. Chrysostom. Our Lord had stayed two days, and the messenger had come the day before, the very day on which Lazarus died. This brings us to the fourth day. 
Augustine. Of the four days, many things may be said. They refer to one thing, but one thing viewed in different ways. There is one day of death which the law of our birth brings upon us. Men transgress the natural law, and this is another day of death. The written law is given to men by the hands of Moses, and that is despised, a third day of death. The gospel comes, and men transgress it, a fourth day of death. But Christ doth not disdain to awaken even these. Alcune. The first sin was elation of heart, the second ascent, the third act, the fourth habit. Now Bethany was nigh unto Jerusalem, about fifteen furlongs off, Chrysostom, two miles. This is mentioned to account for so many coming from Jerusalem, and many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. But how could the Jews be consoling the beloved of Christ? when they had resolved that whoever confessed Christ should be put out of the synagogue. Perhaps the extreme affliction of the sisters excited their sympathy, or they wished to show respect for their rank. Or perhaps they who came were of the better sort, as we find many of them believed. Their presence is mentioned to do away with all doubt of the real death of Lazarus. Bede, our Lord had not yet entered the town when Martha met him, then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Chrysostom. Martha does not take her sister with her, because she wants to speak with Christ alone, and tell him what has happened. When her hopes had been raised by him, then she went her way and called Mary. Theophylact. At first she does not tell her sister, for fear, if she came, the Jews present might accompany her and she did not wish them to know of our Lord's coming. Then saith Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. Chrysostom, she believed in Christ, but she believed not as she ought. She did not speak as if he were God. If thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. Theophylact, she did not know that he could have restored her brother as well absent as present. Chrysostom, nor did she know that he wrought his miracle by his own independent power. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it thee. She only thinks him some very gifted man. Augustine. She does not say to him, Bring my brother to life again. For how could she know that it would be good for him to come to life again? She says, I know that thou canst do so, if thou wilt. But what thou wilt do is for thy judgment, not for my presumption to determine. Chrysostom. But our Lord taught her the truth which she did not know. Jesus saith unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Observe. He does not say, I will ask God, that he may raise again. Nor, on the other hand, does he say, I want no help. I do all things of myself. A declaration which would have been too much for the women, but something between the two. He shall rise again. Augustine, shall rise again is ambiguous, for he does not say now, and therefore it follows, Martha saith unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Of that resurrection I am certain. Of this I am doubtful. Chrysostom, she had often heard Christ speak of the resurrection. 
Jesus now declares his power more plainly. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He needed therefore none to help him. For if he did, how could he be the resurrection? And if he is the life, he is not confined by place, but is everywhere, and can heal everywhere. Elknun, I am the resurrection because I am the life. As through me he will rise at the general resurrection. Through me he may rise now. Chrysostom, to Martha, whatsoever thou ask, he replies, he that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live, showing her that he is the giver of all good, and that we must ask of him. Thus he leads her to the knowledge of high truths. And whereas she had been inquiring only about the resurrection of Lazarus, tells her of a resurrection in which both she and all present would share. Augustine, he that believeth in me, though he were dead, i.e., though his flesh die, his soul shall live till the flesh rise again, never to die more. For faith is the life of the soul. And whosoever liveth in the flesh and believeth in me, though he die for a time in the flesh, shall not die eternally. Alcune, because he hath attained to the life of the spirit and to an immortal resurrection. Our Lord, from whom nothing was hid, knew that she believed, but sought from her a confession unto salvation. Believest thou this? She saith unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. Chrysostom. She seems not to have understood his words, i.e., she saw that he meant something great, but did not see what that was. She is asked one thing and answers another. Augustine. When I believed that thou wert the Son of God, I believed that thou wert the resurrection, that thou wert life, and that he that believeth in thee, though he were dead, shall live. End of chapter 11, verses 1 through 27.